The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Thank you so much for listening to these incredible stories from incredible people that we've been bringing you throughout the day. And we have Charlene Finley Westover on the line as well. And uh, her husband, uh, Chris, has uh, gone through quite an ordeal. Charlene, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing fine, thanks. I'm glad to be here to help support the Mavs. Yeah, well, I, I kind of have the Coles notes of your story. I, 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 of course, want you to tell it. I'm going to start with a, a condition I see here written down and hoping you can explain it because it, it's foreign to me, but it obviously set off kind of a progression of events for, for Chris. Uh, bicuspid aortic valve. What was Chris dealing with here? Well, th- this was something he was born with. It's basically... Um you're supposed to have three flaps in the valve and he had two and actually it's not that uncommon and and some people can go through their whole lives without an issue uh from that but unfortunately he was one of the unlucky ones and you know even though he's he's a fit guy he's never smoked played hockey um a runner all of those kinds of things uh he nevertheless had problems with that valve uh it caused the heart to get a little bit enlarged and and there were issues. So in 2013, he had open heart surgery at the Mass to replace it with a tissue valve. Okay. So what uh, you said? Sometimes people can go through life with without any problems. So what were some of the indicators for Chris that maybe something was wrong? Yeah, it was it was shortness of breath at playing hockey, and uh, even though he you know his healthy weight and all of that stuff, he just noticed that he didn't have the same you know endurance i guess you could say okay we we knew he did have that congenital abnormality because he had a a heart murmur but again it wasn't it wasn't severe and it was one of those things it might not ever be an issue for you but it, it could be that kind of thing okay so i understand he had a valve transplant but then some other things happened from there that that wound up him being at the mass for a while yeah, well, he ended up there this year again. Uh, the, the valve lasted very well for seven years, and then he had to retire early from his job because he was experiencing heart failure. And uh, so they did investigations and realized that transplanted valve was failing, and that led to a subsequent open-heart surgery in March of 2020. Um they were amazing at the mass that that surgery was a bit more complex than the first one because you're replacing uh, a valve with one that was already replaced so there's some scar tissue and things like that so it it is a more complex surgery but uh you know he he survived that unfortunately there was uh, complications with infection so this is where the mass is so absolutely amazing they have this collaborative team approach to things you're you're at one institution you can involve so many different specialties to you know really find out what what is going wrong and and uh, solve it so you get the best possible outcome for the patient and uh, so they they really worked at it Uh, they found out that they had to replace the mechanical valve that was put in in March so he had another open heart surgery in October of 2020 and that one was very risky and uh, was about eight hours long and uh, just the, the expertise that uh, that was involved saved his life a third time. Wow, incredible. Okay, well, in March 2020, you, you say that month and year, that's going to stand out for everybody. 
extra for you because of what Chris went through. But of course, that's when we really started dealing with COVID and the pandemic. How did that affect everything going on at the Maz and for you as a spouse wanting to visit or other family members? To tell me how that was navigated. Yeah, that was that made it harder for sure. Um, only only myself could visit him and one other person. So our two daughters uh, had to flip a coin for for the other person that could visit but there was um there were two people diagnosed on the cardiac floor prior to chris's uh surgery and so um i couldn't visit at all just prior to the surgery in october and uh here's the here's the compassion with the people that work there too um uh, dr uh dr Choi is one of the cardiologists who actually made Chris a turkey dinner and brought it to his, his, uh, he was in solitary kind of because of the outbreak, brought him a turkey dinner because it was Thanksgiving weekend and it was two days before surgery and I couldn't visit. So that was really heartwarming. Wow. That is amazing. It just sounds like there, the staff there was so reassuring and supportive through all this. Oh, unbelievable. Everybody from nurse practitioners and nurses and, um, yeah, doctors and neurologists and everybody involved. Everybody was just very, very compassionate. Yeah, uh, just I know you kind of touched on it a little bit, but Chris, he's like I understand he's he's home now. Kind of how is he feeling? What's he able yeah, to do and all those types of things? He's recovering really well. He's on the the elliptical ten minutes every day and getting stronger and lucky to be alive. And if it weren't for the Mads, I honestly know for sure that he would not be here. Yeah. Playing hockey yet, or is that for next fall? <laughs> well, he'd love to play hockey again, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And finally, just what would you say to the to the University Hospital Foundation donors and all their support that's that's made the Maz one of the leading complex cardiac care centers in the world? What would you say to them? I would say thank you from the bottom of my heart. No, no pun intended. Uh, I think that you know that that extra support to to allow for you know sophisticated equipment state of the art complex uh, equipment so that you can you know adequately diagnose what really is going on and then tackle it to get the best possible outcome for the patients all that funding goes towards helping buy all that stuff and invest in it and that sort of thing yeah so well said people can help you know, any any amount they can help is, is going to such a worthy cause. We're so yeah. lucky to have something right here in our own city. Yeah, amazing. Charlene, thank you for, for telling that story. Uh, wish all our best to Chris, obviously, to you as, to you as well. But uh, let Chris know we're pulling for him. And, uh, you know, you said he's a runner. I, I'm a runner. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, cross paths on a trail someday in the next summer that or two. I really wonderful. like that. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye.